Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 136 of Double Deuce. Double Deuce. This is double. This is a very special Father's Day episode of Double Deuce. You want to know why? Because it's actually Father's Day right now. Because it's actually Father's Day right now. And guess who we have as a special guest? Who? I can't look to my right. No, don't look to your right. <laughs> because if you did, you'd see our special guest, my father. It's Rick me. Averill. It's me. Yeah. I am indeed your father. I am. Rick yeah. Averill. Why don't you I want me to look father. at your dad? Look, well, I you can look at him father. now. It was just. It was just. Was he didn't a, want to ruin the surprise. I was trying to build the surprise up. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, think about it. It's Father's Day. Mm-hmm. We got a father here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have. We always a, have a father here. This is, that's right. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm a father um, of a father. Of, yeah. Yeah. So we got we got two fathers. It's like a goddamn here. Chinese, not Chinese, Russian nesting doll. Of potentially, potentially, it's a Chinese re- nesting doll because it's fathers. That's how they do them. And like usually, it's like old worker women or, or like czars in the Russian ones. But Chinese, it's just dads. Dads popping out of things. <laughs> yeah, it's just a whole bunch of dads, just guys wearing shirts, clear, clearly masculine, like, but in the look, the look in their eye, like they've had some kids. Yeah, like you can just tell that they're dads. Yeah, so like, uh, they don't, they're not, they're wearing like dad t-shirts. I think we have a dad <laughs> deficit with China. There's a dad. We might need to do a dad tariff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. We uh, might need to do a tariff on dads. This this got weird right off the bat. I like it, uh, but yeah. it, got, it got a little, got I, a little I, strange. We, we might be offensive to people already. I don't know about offensive. I think confusing was sort of the, the angle that I was uh, <laughs> looking at. Well, we're, um, just, we're just doing more facts, man, for the kids. But, kids don't know. The, the reason that, you know, there's problems with people is people don't know people enough. But if you can listen to W, it's going to be like, I like dads. China likes dads. China and, and I should be friends. Like the world be a better place, man. So we're like we're like so everyone bringing... knows who does and does not like dads. Yeah, that's, and that's your dad's really back. rich and runs a country. You might get to be really rich and like be a dictator. Yeah, you feel and... like you've become a dictator because of who I am. No, no, that's I, good. I, I don't. That's think a relief. So. I've 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 had a. I think that really rich caveat that you were just <laughs> laying out yeah. maybe helped. Humble him a little bit. Right. <laughs> Didn't quite have enough money to, to get over the get over the fence there to over the dictator. Uh, yeah, I mean I don't know why there's a fence between the two. I got some some Seems like it should be more of an upward downward than a horizontal right. stratifying kind of situation. Lateral move. Yeah. Uh because you're still a white guy, so I guess that it's just oh man, it's, yeah. it's a fence. for oh, a white guy. It's a yeah. fence between dictator and not dictator, not like a ceiling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you can always get over there if you can get just a little bit. Get a, if you can just get some some like a little chair, right? <laughs> or like one of those like three step stepping stools. I need to reframe. Then you my can be a dictator. Social media. That's all presence. you need. I feel like a little stepping stool. How are you not... going to reframe it? Well, if I'm like one of those, you know, there's like dictator. stools that are like it's a stool you can sit on, but then right. it's got like the little two or three step thing you can like pull out, and then it's like a it's a little bit of your stepping stool. Is that what makes me a dictator? No, that's what c- could help you become a dictator. Is that what makes that's you white? That's kind of what you need. Is that no, white privilege? Was that well? It is that it's, it, it is that that's all you need. Do your is step that, has that you need extensions like, and You just shit? need four steps. Like yeah. if you weren't white, you'd need like you need at least like an A-frame ladder. 
Right. Uh, right. At least. Are we starting to stereotype people pack. by the ladders they use? No, I think no. we're just treading in really weird. I think because we're not. I mean, we're not saying like we're not doing like a weird like uh, night at the improv kind of like these races use a ladder like this. Well, these ones use a ladder like this. I'm just saying like yeah, it is the that, race, that race depends did, on what ladder you. That need. night didn't go over so well for you. No, no that was <laughs> that was your worst stand up night. It was not yet. good. Yeah. Um. But no, I I didn't I don't I'm my father's not in any way, shape, or form sort of transferred any dictatorial powers or ambitions uh onto me that I know of. Um I've gotten uh, a pension for sarcasm and uh and I Yeah, but that's to, your mom. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> That's true. Well, that's but, not entirely fair. It's a, it's a sasser. Oh no, we, it's we, a sasser blend with yeah. a little bit of, uh, yeah. That really wasn't mom, dad. That was really you, yeah. you know, all the way. Um, and then, uh, uh, then I uh, uh, sarcasm. What? Really? What? Gee. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is going to be a very special episode. I can tell. That was an a- I was an acting true. moment. No, I, really I was good. acting sarcastic really because um, it seemed appropriate to the moment. But I want to just be my genuine self. Okay. Let's, yeah. then, then let's have some real talk. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's Father's Day. Yeah. It's Father's Day. Uh, now you have you had a father. I had a wonderful father. Yeah. Stu Averill. Yes. And Stu was a great man. And like the little Chinese uh, sort of dolls. Chinese dad dolls. Chinese dad dolls. This is this is sort of the, 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 the uh, you know, sort of uh, generational version of that. Uh, yeah, to Stu. Uh, big, big, he would have been, he would have been a big Russian babushka doll. Yeah. He would have been a big Russian. Smoking a pipe. They're chi- Chinese. Chinese. They're Chinese. Are they Chinese? The, the, the dad ones are Chinese. Okay. Were so you we, not listening to the first five minutes of the podcast? I got a little confused. There was a lot happening, and I'm uh, trying to get drunk. Yeah. So. How's that going? Not well. For those of you at home, he's getting drunker right now. That's why he's not talking. Okay. So. <laughs> Uh, Stu, Stuart, Stu, Grandpa Stu, who read the entire works of Sigmund Freud while in the U.S. Navy in the South Pacific, instead of going ashore. Yeah, he was a curious go. fellow. Uh, was he was he actually serving in the Navy, or was he just hanging out on the boat? Reading no, no, he was actually serving in the Navy. Oh, okay. He was a helmsman. He was a, a signalman and a helmsman. Yeah. And he was very angry with the Japanese for employing youth as kamikaze pilots. It made him. I think it was one of the things that uh, turned him towards uh, uh, working with youth a lot of his life because he hated yeah. what he saw. There you go. And what do you feel like he, he taught you? Oh, uh, that social justice is a responsibility, that you don't let people that have less than you, you don't settle for people having less than you. You try to find a way to uh, bring about social change and social justice. He worked for the state for the 18 years that we were growing up. He worked at the youth center at Topeka, which is basically juvie or and, uh, youth detention center. And uh, we all had great respect for that, you know, and it was, and he, he believed that you should work for the people. And then after a time, when he had four kids in college, he went to work for Minigers and made about three times as much money and kept saying, why are they giving me all this money? I, they're, they're paying me too much. Nobody should pay me this much. And this worked well to 
our advantage because you love to take us out to dinner and you out to hotel trips. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, awesome. trips across the country. Yeah. He was a great man. He's a great father and a great grandfather. And he he learned how to do a family kind of. He had a very rough growing up. He didn't have a very close family. His uh, father was actually uh, PTSD from World War One and became an alcoholic and was abusive. And his mother worked for the post office and talked to the Scottish brogue and played the piano and hated men. She hated men. Hated men. Okay. Was he included in that? Or well, he... Somehow he was kind of exempt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She, she loved Stewie. She sounds fun. <laughs> she had this mink around her neck that was actual the, the actual animals. They weren't alive, but they looked like... Back when they and, like just kind of killed them, yeah, but they, they still just, left like, the yeah, parts on there. And they chewed. Yeah, they were eating each other's... They were eating the tails. So when we pick her up from the airport, she smelled like this kind of musty perfume and sit in the back, and all I could see were these mink devouring each other around her neck. So, And she could had super hearing. I mean, really, like superpower hearing. Like she could be a whole other part of the house... And you could say, let's eat some of these cookies that are under Tommy's bed. Well, I didn't whisper that into the mic enough. Let's uh, weep and let's eat some of these cookies. And all of a sudden, you would hear from downstairs, don't eat those cookies. I don't want you eating. Tommy wouldn't like it if you ate these cookies. Grandma hears everything. So, the, Wait, you, uh, I, I'm sorry. I just want to throw in a follow-up. Why did he have bed cookies? <laughs> 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 Was that where the cookies were? <laughs> You, you, if you're in a family of four and you have uh-huh. anything that's your own possession, you have two older brothers. But I just, but I mean, you guys knew where they were, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, but you don't steal like a guy's bed cookies. You need to like dig deeper than just under the mattress. <laughs> you don't steal a guy. You don't get into another guy. You don't go into another guy's mattress. You just don't go down underneath the guy's mattress. You don't. And when mom does, you try to explain it, and then she kind of accepts it. And then you don't keep it there anymore. What was the what was the grossest <laughs> thing that was found ever? That I was going to say, what was the grossest thing ever found under an Abram mattress by by the your parental units? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know, but it's Hugh Hefner's fault. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! That suddenly that glorious sepia to peak of childhood is looking a little more tawdry. Uh, City News. Uh, that's where you can go to get the and the Princess Theater in North Topeka. All right, there you go. <laughs> so if you're looking for some sweet Playboys uh, in 1965, uh, when you go back yeah. in time, when you build that time machine that we're going to give you the instructions for at the end of the episode. Uh, I'd like to think that somebody is made some with point, dad babushkas from is China. Like gonna have traveled in time, and they're like they're really trying. They got to travel back in time to like stop something bad, like another bad time traveler. And they're just like, we got to stop him. And like, it's an intricate plot to stop him. But one of the parts of it is like, we need some playboys, and we're in Topeka. And I want to be like, it's cool. Did you hear that episode of Double Deuce that time? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> This is the episode that saved the world. Yeah, because <laughs> or somebody will make that into a story, and then we can like sue him for using it. Yeah, yeah. We can. Mon- you can monetize this thing. Maybe so Uncle Tom. You can monetize anything. I've been trying to tell you that all your life. I didn't use that word though. We didn't used to call it monetizing. What did you <laughs> used to call it? Because I don't remember any of those lectures. <laughs> All I remember was follow your dreams, son. Sure, it'll happen. And then you go in the other room and. Yeah, and slam the door and eat some bed cookies, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I'd follow my my dream and uh, yeah, but you've done pretty well. 
Well, I mean, this, and it, you're dead now. So what? Uh, what? Oh, are the, what are you going to? Oh, teach I see. I, way to turn that on me. Way to turn <laughs> that on me. He just fucking Frost Nixon be right there. I know, right? I, I might Nixon or Frost in this one. Who? I think. I think you're Nixon because he asked the question. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. Um, well, would have been sweet at some point. Frost Nixon, like Nixon, you just turned it around and started interviewing Frost to get him off the topic. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> Um, Not enough people try to do that when they're in, like, a bad interview where they're just, like, clearly floundering. I feel like that's a move that more people should do. Just start, like, being, like, asking them pointed questions. Nope. <laughs> Why did you decide? <laughs> oh. He, and as you noticed, we just got frosted. <laughs> yeah. Right? He just frosted the entire conversation because we really had a close moment. You know, I told you I wanted to be genuine. We were having a close moment, and you were going to share some of the things you learned from the Dad Babushka dolls. From yeah. China. Okay. And, and all of a sudden, we're in Frost Nixon, and I am not a cook. Well, now I think we should take a break between like this this beautiful love fest that we're having here, and go over to Nelson for ah, a little bit because yeah. Nelson had a dad. Well, he has a dad. He still has, <laughs> he a, dad. has a dad. And uh, and and uh, you know, so Nelson, let's let's talk about your dad. And does your dad prefer now? Really, this is a <laughs> serious question. Does your dad prefer Russian or Chinese nesting dolls? Um, for for instruction, he didn't really have any nesting dolls that I saw. They had like a couple. They were like these Santa Claus nesting dolls that they had that they would uh, bring out, and then like they would undo them, and then they would put like a different kind of candy or snack in each one on the table at Christmas time. That's the only real nesting situation I can remember. So your nesting was nurturing. <clears throat> yeah, your nesting, your nesting wanted to give you gifts instead of, like, just sort of look at you and be like, clean your room, which is... Yeah, or like, here's your heritage, live up to it. Yeah, my dad never really had to deal with the room cleaning stuff. He was pretty busy, Yeah. so he wasn't around a lot for that type of thing. Yeah. He, we'd, he'd have to lay down the law about stuff. Did your dad have, like, a line that he, like, used all the time that was, like, his catchphrase, like, Hunter has worked for me? And, uh, and like, you know, so was Hunter from the movie, from the TV show Hunter in the 90s. Oh, sorry. I was yeah. like, what are we talking about? You know, the TV show yeah, Hunter no, in the I remember 90s. that. I mean, I don't know if he was a dad or not, but he always used to say, works for me. You know, fun story, you know how I got into doing theater? Because of Hunter? Yes. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Because <laughs> uh, when I was starting high school, um, we were doing, I had been in band for a couple of years, so I was doing marching band my freshman year, and a couple guys who were in there uh, also ran like the stage crew at the high school, and in the theater, uh, underneath the light booth, we had this, there's weird little like crawl spacious, it's crawl space-ish area where we had, like, a mattress and a little couch and a TV. So you couldn't stand. You couldn't get more than, like, you could sit comfortably on the, on the floor on, like, the floor furniture. But then there was a TV. So one lunch at band camp, we went in there and we watched an episode of Hunter. And then I was like, this is a pretty cool setup. So then I started doing tech theater <laughs> when school started. Are you sure that, that that was, like, the tech theater in your school? Or was that, like... Uh... Was that like a, a re-education camp? No, in, man. In Vietnam. No, was it was a, it was a sweet little. I still have I still have the key to that little weird little 
under the light booth apartment space thing. Who did you lock in it? Nobody. Oh, we had okay. a bunch of keys. Oh, okay. Actually, we had, several of us got suspended because we all had keys to all the theater. <laughs> uh, well, that's an awesome story. About so you get into our lounge. How you got into the theater. I remember climbing around up there. I saw those things. No, this was right back east. Oh, this was your other school? This yeah. This wasn't Lawrence High. No. Lawrence High's got a great call, crawl space like that. I can't tell that to anyone. <laughs> so, but there's a great crawl space. You can actually get up on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. On the roof. On the roof, yeah. I think you do. We once. got up there, yeah, once, yeah. But yeah. then we got in a lot of trouble. Uh, yeah. They busted you? Well, they found out. Mom found out. She, I don't think she ever turned us in, but she was like, don't ever do that again. Yeah, you can't do that again. But this is a Mother's Day, so. I'll put you back in the nesting doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She used to always threaten that. Um... So, but your dad catchphrase yeah. like this? The uh, he said all the time. Like, no, not that I recall. Was that his phrase? Not no, that. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> he, he, I don't know. He go before the government a lot, and, and that was his sort of. No, phrase. he didn't have to do a lot of testimony. He usually yeah. had to like coach the people who had to do testimony. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, well, but, sounds like sounds like he. Uh, yeah, he didn't have he'd phrase. be the guy where like if you're watching C-SPAN, where like the guys at the table. And there's some guys kind of behind, and then, like, a guy will come up from behind and, like, put some paper down and whisper at the guy for a couple minutes while they're in between asking questions, and then he'd go sit down again. Yeah. That was kind of, that was him. Yeah. Um, well... Because sometimes he'd be on C-SPAN, like, sometimes he'd be, like, they're in the, before the house, doing or before committee today, so sometimes we'd leave it on to see if we could see him. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't, well, I don't, I don't, I don't. My dad was never on C-SPAN. Yeah. He was dead before C-SPAN ever came about. <laughs> That's, that sucks. That was kind of a bummer. Yeah, he died real fast. He missed out on Man, a lot. Man, when he went, he went fast. He was like, one day, it's just like, hey, your, your, your grandpa died. He's dead now. And we're like, oh. That sucks. What? Nah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then there was, then we all got real drunk. Uh, at my aunt's house, like real drunk, and my cousin. There wasn't uh, C-SPAN yet. No, there, well, I, we weren't drunk on C-SPAN. No, ninety-six but... was there C-SPAN in ninety-six? Oh yeah, I, oh. I wasn't even. I'd already moved here in ninety-six. Oh well, I lied. from like I don't know. Well, I got 70s, full sympathy. 80s. Well, I, I, he, he wasn't watching C-SPAN when, when... But he when, could have. Yeah, he could have. He yeah. maybe could have. I just fucking Frost nixon you again. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he was a Walter Cronkite guy. Yeah, once Walter Cronkite died, it was, was born listening to the news. Anyway, like, I'm out. So, best story from his <laughs> he his a small his bag, wake, he put on his coat and he left. We Boom. were all like, I was, I think I was 19 or 18 or 19, and my cousin was 18, and then his brothers were like 16 and 14, and then like nine. So, um, Amber, can you fact check that? It's it's gonna be close. I wasn't listening. I, I, it's gonna be close. She's not but, here. Uh, but not not my cousin Paul, but my my like like sixteen year old cousin Jacob. Uh, there's a bunch of scotch at this party because oh. my grandfather really likes single malt scotch. So there's a bunch of scotch at this party. Everybody was drinking scotch. People by the end of it, like my aunt was. Does that have anything to do with like how you like to sometimes have the have like an uh, some. Scotch on the porch. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of in that same tradition. Kind of came, to do came from him. Yeah. Um, but like by the end of the night, like my my aunt's <coughs> telling me and my girlfriend at the time about like really cool sex tips because she's a you know she was a nurse. Can you run down the ages again? Uh, well, I was nineteen, okay. and yeah, I think a girlfriend is maybe twenty. How old were your cousins? Uh, cousins, they weren't there for that part. Okay. Uh, this is just I'm like just trying to see if you can like. 
she got to the point where, like she was she was, she was stronger than my, I've ever seen my aunt. I'm cross-dressing again. Yeah, yeah she, was, she doesn't drink much. Yeah, she night. doesn't drink much, but she was giving sex advice. But when she does, and so then uh, and then the next the, the next morning, the uh, 14 year old cousin <laughs> was still asleep on mm-hmm. on a table in the in the backyard. Like comes the you know, the sunrise. There's uh there's a little little cob out there like <laughs> sleeping <laughs> on the uh maybe it was Mark. It was one of the two. Anyway, one of the young ones, way too young to be. Sleeping at a table, uh, sleeping on like a hangover after, mm-hmm. after a wake. There he was. Yeah, there he was. So, that's Fall how asleep we t- reading your grandmother's copy of the Height Report. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> you know, those were good old days. Uh-huh. They really were, except for the whole death part. Yeah, yeah, but it, you know, he, he, everybody said he conveniently died two days short of his fiftieth wedding anniversary, when everybody was gathered together. So when they did that big celebration for me two weeks old and everybody was gathered together and my brother, I just kept being afraid I was going to die. So I did. So here's to life, Lakayam. Lakayam, yeah. Lakayam yeah, to yeah. life. Uh, and to I was, was going to say like a really nice rousing speech about my old man, but we, we are slowly running out of time. So, got, um, it, 20 seconds. I'll mm, take 20 seconds. You know, um, I feel he's like a, he's got a full on minute. Oh man. Uh, I feel like you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. And there you have, uh, my, my father's life. My father's life. When the world doesn't seem to be living up to your dreams, uh, you take a look, you take a shout, you look around, it's all about you, the facts of life. And that's the, that's what my dad told me uh, when I was going to college. Put me on, on his knee. Uh, he said, son, you're... I think you threw a, a different song 18. in there for a couple of lines. You're 18 now. <laughs> I like it. I don't know that um, that was all facts of life. He was like, you need to know something. We... Uh, we we had a, a a really awkward sex talk once where yeah. he was like, "Hey, more what? awkward than your grandma's one." Uh, yeah, no, no, not really, not really. Like, um, like tail of the tape, it like which one was more awkward? Like, I don't know how to tail of the tape that real fast <laughs> because I just keep picturing a regular tail of the tape. Like, what were their heights? What were their weights? <laughs> what was well, their reach? I, I, yeah, with, with, with the old man, it was uh, it, it, it had uh, uh, very little to do with. Uh, oh, well, we're gonna have to wait on that. One. <laughs> All right, oh, yeah, back. this time. That was but, fun. Uh, anyway, hey, fathers are fathers are cool. Yeah. Uh, D- so, double deuce. Like to give a last minute shout out to all the fathers in our lives. Uh, those of uh, my fathers who couldn't join today, yeah. um, and uh, and your dad who couldn't couldn't join tonight, and, yeah. and uh, my father in law who couldn't join, and my ex father in law who probably would be really awkward about talking about any of this. But he loves cows. He does love cows. <laughs> Man always loved a cow. We always stop. <laughs> buffaloes too. Yeah, very They're impressed down. with buffaloes. Yeah, he, yeah. he was very impressed with buffaloes. Was John? I can see that more. Like I would think you'd see some cows in England. I can see where the buffaloes. Not the same is a kind bit of cows. More. Not the same. No, you know, the cows good. in England. The cows in England. I think you can see all of their ribs, mm-hmm. and and they and they they like do this thing so, with their hair. It's like really you know, they, have a, they have a weird. They like, heard him over the cliffs of Dover. A weird hoof deformation yeah. from like trying to like lift at their pinky while they sip their tea. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's awful. Mm-hmm. It's awful, and you don't see they don't have spots because because they, because of the war because of the war mm-hmm. because uh, yeah because of the blitz yeah you know, all the all the spots just got blown up blown right off blown right off yep they're bad times tough times why do you know so much about cow spots and 
coming soon. I, <laughs> I was a British spy in World War Two. Boom! Frost mission, <laughs> motherfucker! Oh no! Double deuce! My own petard! <laughs> Here, you got petarded. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening to Double Deuce. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at, at DoubleDeucePod. Or look us up on Facebook at Double Deuce Podcast. It's all pretty simple, right? Yeah, not sure how you listen to us, but you can find us all over the place. iTunes and the Libsons and the Stitchers and, and the Google. I think it's Google Play. I don't know. There's other things, too. I found out there's all kinds of places. We're everywhere, man. Yeah. And hey, we really appreciate any feedback, and it does really, really help if you could review and rate it yeah. on iTunes in particular. Subscribe. Subscribe and let people know about it. Mm-hmm. Your word of mouth is, tell, is worth a thousand. Tell your friends. Thousand mouths. Tell your mom. That are paid for. Your mom likes podcasts. Yeah, tell her. Yeah, likes your mom, too. I love your mom. We both do. Double deuce. We're doing so well. <laughs>